Hello, and welcome to Finding Home, also known as Jan Pepler Home, where we explore the connection between people and places. I'm your host, Dr. Jan Pepler, and I've been researching home for many years. My writing and podcasts offer insights to finding home and creating home, drawing from myth, psychology, the hero's journey, my travels, my own experience with home, and more. Today's podcast is inspired by my activities of last week and a few years before that and a few decades before that. This episode is titled Seniors Leaving Home. My friend asks me, is there anything you want? We're clearing out her mother's home where she lived for 35 years, half of that with her husband before he died. The day I arrived, flying in from Tulsa, is the day her mother left. She was put on a plane, first class, to Seattle, where a one-bedroom apartment was waiting for her in an assisted care facility. Her mother, 86 years old, had been resistant to leaving, resistant to giving up driving, fearful of losing her independence, yet clearly suffering from memory loss. Cupboards, refrigerators, and garage are all testament to shopping for what she didn't need. Endless jugs of juice, rolls of paper towels, and frozen meat. Add that to a lifetime of things. Some of it sold, some given away, and much of it tossed. Little white tags that only sometimes represent the financial value. $150 for a rug, $1 for a vase. And what are the china? Who will take the china? Does anyone use china anymore, except those of us old enough to have inherited it? I hear my friend's mother's voice on the speakerphone. She's packing, she says. She can't stay. She's leaving tomorrow. But you just got there, Mommy. You've only been there two days. I can't afford this hotel. It's not a hotel. It's not? No, Mommy, you live there now. How long will I stay? You live there now. What a blessing that she likes the place. She likes the art on her walls painted by her husband, deceased now for 18 years. Or is it 18 days? When my friend Teresa was moved into memory care after a lifetime in the same home where six children were born and raised, it was the same. Yes, the place was nice. Her bed, her quilt, the photos on the walls. But, she said, every time I came to visit, she would grab my hands and say she had to leave. She had to get back to Bellevue for Joe. Joe was coming home, she said, and she needed to be there. Except that Joe had been gone for 15 years. She never forgot that when she lived at home. She forgot many things, but never that. There in the house they shared for over 50 years, her husband was still with her, all around her, on the streets and in the town. But here in this new place, he wasn't. She needed to go home for Joe. In the end, it's easy to let go of things. We think we want them, 
They're familiar, efficient, old, but we shed these things easily. Unless the people we love are inside them like genies, rub the arm of an old couch enough and your deceased spouse will appear. Drink tea in your mother's favorite cup and she joins you at the table. Hold a book that was once your father's and you can hear him tell you again of its importance. My sister and I cleaned out the home of our great aunt when she moved to assisted living in her 90s. She had lived in the same house for 70 years. Aside from the stacks of scratch paper accumulated from decades of never throwing out a card or an empty envelope, and the rolls of rubber bands they could substitute for balls if only they would bounce, her house was filled with so much history. Letters and photographs and souvenirs from traveling, genealogy charts and correspondence from every branch of the family going back to the previous century, records of an another era and time. It was hard for me to let go of those things. I wanted it all. I wanted to comb through it, to devour it, to treasure every morsel, to honor the lives associated with each memento. But my aunt had no problem letting go. She was pleased with our delight and moved on. She relished her new adventure, a life in a new city released from so much responsibility as the keeper of family history. Now she was the treasure and we treated her as such. Tucked in a closet, we found the framed college diplomas of my friend and her sister, large diplomas, large frames, Neither daughter had lived in this house, and yet there they were, ready to be hung. Obviously moved from their parents' previous residence on the other side of the country almost four decades ago. Neither daughter knew what to do with them now. In the end, they were kept, shipped to the sister and packed for my friend. We expect our parents to hold on to our childhoods for us to bear the burden of storing the special artifacts of our youth. Not that we ever really want these things again. The things we want, we've already taken. But files of our kindergarten art and grade school report cards, trophies from intramural teams, and the sticky faded albums of photos remind us of who we once were. New little people filled with possibility. When our mothers keep these things, we are affirmed that we are special. We were loved and treasured. We need to relieve our elders of carrying these reminders. We are the elders now. It's up to us to keep the stuff or let it go. Our parents may be more willing than we know to move on. We fret over their loss of memory, yet it doesn't seem to bother them as much as it does us. They have all the memories they need. Forgetting to take their pills is the least of their worries. What they desire is to be young again and free the way they remember themselves to be. And most material things only weigh them down. 
in the time they have left, may we give them the peace of their own memories, whatever those may be. In whatever ways we can, may we help them shed the shell, the weight, the things they no longer need. So I'm wondering, have you had to place a parent or a beloved elder in assisted care? If so, how was that for you? How was it for them? Have you had to sort through a lifetime of things and decide what to keep and what to give away? And if so, what was that like? What was the hardest part or the most difficult thing to let go of? I would love to hear your experiences. You can contact me at janpepler at gmail.com or you can respond on either of my blogs, janpeplerhome.com or findinghomeonsubstack.com. Thank you for listening. And if you do, thank you for sharing. I really would love to hear from you.